0: Hey, I'm Frank Rogers.
1: And I'm Kyle Burt. And this is DBX. DBX is a production by Acuerdo, the digital orchestration agency for customer experience. To learn more, visit acuerdo.io. That's A-C-U-E-R-D-O.io. And Frank, I'll let you introduce our guest today because you and her go way back.
0: Oh man, this is awesome. I'm so happy to have Carol Finnegan on board with us today. She's a dynamic technology leader and she's an east coaster but she's living in salt lake city but she wakes up every morning thinking of bruce springsteen pretty much sure about that she's a role model she's an archetype for changing the landscape of technology with women driving into positions of influence of power um, of governance just true leadership and for the better i might add so welcome good morning carol good morning This is Women's History Month. And I saw this one post on LinkedIn, and I thought this lady was really forward thinking, but she says, I wanna take the woman out of my title. She says, people could say, this is an example of a great woman CEO. She says, yank woman out of there, just yank it out now. And then a bunch of people came out on the other side and they said, whoa, wait a second. No, you need to be celebrating. I looked at it from a couple of different ways One was the fact that I grew up in a family that was very matriarchal. The culture was a British culture. And there was a long history of badass women that existed through it, that led things, blew stuff up. There was never this thought process, that's not a woman's job. It was in our family. Our family was led by this incredible great woman, my nan. So I never, ever thought about these things. And then as I came across it, I think in some respects, I didn't give it the attention even though, even in my own businesses, I had a mixture of genders and ethnicities and everything else because it was all merit-based. But I, again, too, I think in my mind, I didn't give it the level of, of credence that I should. So in this last year, I heard a lot of things, Black Lives Matter and everything going on. and A lot of people coming out with, hey, you need to show like support for it. By not showing support for it, even though you may be supporting it, you're not. You're now part of the problem. So there was these polar things out there. So I would love to get, like, you you unpacking and maybe even helping us and people that are going to listen to us. How do we, in the smartest way, not in the I'm involved in a cause kind of way, how do we, in the smartest way, make sure that we create space and that we create opportunity and that we have inclusion and we make sure that women leaders that are in the population out there get the greatest chance to do that?
2: I think we have to broaden our actions. So it's not wearing a badge and marching that makes change its action. So if you want a more diverse workforce, if you want more women in your organization, you want to create these opportunities, you have to write your job descriptions to attract women. You have to go recruit at in different places. You can't just send it out to a tech recruiter. People tend to seek similar So, if you want someone different than you, in Utah, we have the Black Chamber, the Hispanic Chamber, the Asian Chamber, we have Women Tech Council, we have all these organizations that don't look like me, right? So, I make a concerted effort to reach out to groups that are underserved. I too was in a group that was underserved growing up. Women in IT did not exist, fell into the career. And I am on a personal mission to lift up as many people who've not had the opportunity to work in technology as possible because it's been a wonderful career and I've been able to raise my family and now my grand family in this career. It provides so much opportunity that I feel personally responsible to bring in people who have not had that door opened for them before. I am a door opener.
0: So what do you think has been the primary obstacle for women coming into technology, what has been the blocker?
2: It's actually having those connections, the network connections, knowing that the positions are available. You'd be surprised. Every Almost every position I've ever been in has not been advertised. It's, it's been through my network. So it's my responsibility to reach out to the networks. And when I have a job, I'll post it but I will also reach out to those networks. I have participated in apprenticeship programs with the U.S. Department of Labor, the Utah government, now private organizations are promoting apprenticeships and the community colleges here and universities. So it's my job to figure out how to reach a broader audience because I have a voice and I have reach and I have a network and I need to use that network to pull other people in who may not otherwise have the opportunity. Otherwise, we all stay in the same circle.
0: Mm. We see this all the time. Probably more than 50% of the CMOs we deal with are female. More than 50% of the CIOs we deal with are male. This has been somewhat historical, but we know people across these two spectrums in those roles. Mm -hmm. There's really not a whole lot different in terms of what they're looking at, the nuts they're trying to crack, Approaches may be a little bit different, but that may be just that's part of the the influence of growing up in a gender pocket, so to speak. Do you think that's changing, Carol, or do you think that is something that you still see that's pretty sticky on the gender side in terms of this role equals this gender?
2: I think it's become worse with the um, recent pandemic. There are statistics everywhere. The Women Tech Council just published a stat sheet. Women are falling out of the workplace in every area, technology, hourly workers. Look at the burden that's been put on moms, single moms, women who were going to college working, and again, their village fell apart. Mm-hmm. And so children, home care is the priority, at least for me and the peers that I have. So I think it, it's even more important now. It was important before the pandemic, it is critically important now to reach out to underserved communities and lift them into these careers.
0: That comes back to, like we talked about in the digital business experience weekly show about having a support system. And we're not sitting here as I have this bucket of incredible data intelligence about all this stuff. We're just going off of kind of allegorical stuff that we translate as empirical but your own experience is your own experience and across the board even to this day the lion's share of what has to do to run a household and to manage the offspring so to speak falls to the woman in the family still even to this day even though the workload expectations of revenue share for lifestyle and everything is has changed that one hasn't changed like that that still backslides in that area. And so I didn't even think about that as you unpack, as we go through the pandemic, how that is created down pressure and a, created an obstacle because you don't have as much time to do these things, right? Cause these things all take time.
2: Yeah. And there is empirical data. If you go out and do the research right now, many organizations are publishing everything from Huffington post Forbes any source you want to go to right now is going to talk about women and the impact of globally to women and families. And I'll say there are dads out there impacted too. I don't want to discount the dads who are primary caretakers of their children, but I'm saying anyone who has to serve two very distinct and very important roles has a lot to balance right now. And something has to give. So those of us who have achieved the balance have to help those who have either fallen out or are still striving to reach that balance of having good employment, having um, a solid foundation for their family. We have to help everybody. It's, It's imperative right now.
1: Hey, it's Kyle here. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. If you did enjoy it, be sure to subscribe. And for video, if you're not already watching, you can easily find us on YouTube by searching for DBX or the Digital Business Experience Podcast. Also, you can join our exclusive community of CX professionals trying to get to that next level. Text the letters DBX to 512 790 We often do giveaways, VIP community events, and exclusive insights that we don't
2: share anywhere else. So give it a go.
1: Until next time, thanks for listening.